Hello and welcome to Women of Aurora, a podcast featuring remarkable women entrepreneurs and leaders working in and around the city of Aurora, Illinois. We discuss how to be successful in your business and in life as we network, support, and uplift each other. Join us to learn how to build authentic connections and have fun in a safe and open space. I'm Cynthia Gamboa Morales, a wife, mother, entrepreneur, and the founder of Women of Aurora. I'm your host for today's podcast, and I'm excited to introduce our guest to you. Our guest today is a television reporter, video producer, and a writer. She uses her many talents to tell stories about everything from business to local community to parenting. You may recognize her from Talking Cities, her Working Mom Warrior YouTube channel and blog, or the national TV show Business First AM. She writes stories for the Naperville Sun newspaper and other publications, including Fast Company, Chicago Parent, Working Mother Magazine, and more. And if that's not enough, she is also an entrepreneur and the creator of MomSub, a mobile app providing affordable, safe, accessible, on-demand childcare to help busy moms. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's welcome Diane Mocha. Thank you for having me here, Cynthia. Thank you for being here, Diane. So you interviewed me a few weeks back on Talking Cities, and now it's my turn to interview you. Yes, I'm in the hot seat now. (laughs) The roles have reversed. So let's start first to tell us about how you started your journey in television reporting. Well, I went to college, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to do, and I just filled out a form that said, check these boxes if you like this. And it said, get a degree in communications. And I didn't really know exactly what that meant. But then I started doing internships at newspapers and radio stations and TV stations. And I really got bit by the TV news bug when I did an internship at my first TV station. And so that was my goal when I got out of school. It wasn't easy, but I got a job in television news. And you have to usually start in a small little town like Rockford and kind of move around to move up. But I eventually made my way back to the Chicago area where I grew up. That's that's amazing. So tell me, have you always been interested in writing or reporting since you were young? I mean, what what sparked that interest in you? So I did always like to write. I remember in first grade, I had an assignment, they gave you like a sentence and you were supposed to write a story. So most kids wrote like, in first grade, they're six years old, they wrote maybe three or four more sentences. So a week later, I'm still working on this, and my teacher's mad at me and calling my parents. And they're like, what's going on with this assignment? This isn't like you. And I finally turn it in. It's like eight pages. <laughs> so it was long, involved story. And, and I still remember that teacher saying, you're going to be a writer someday. And I just said, I don't think so. I like to do it for fun. I wouldn't want to do it for work. And then I realized as I got older, like, that's the whole point. If you if you love what you do, you don't work a day in your life, right? That's absolutely true. So I know this because you and I have had this conversation about you starting in Rockford and then going out to Wisconsin and then coming back. Can you tell, tell us a little bit about your journey? Sure, sure. When I came back to the Chicago area, I was looking to settle near family because at the time, um, my husband and I were trying to have kids. It hadn't happened yet, but we had both lost our jobs in Miami. We had moved there for jobs in media and had gotten laid off, and we were going through a rough patch, and I came back here, and I started freelancing for CLTV and the CBS station in Milwaukee, and it was just a temporary thing. They said they needed me for a month while a woman was 
was on maternity leave. And then one month turned into two, turned into three. And I, you know, really loved working there and the people loved me. And I ended up there for 15 years as a television reporter, but as a freelancer, which I used to hate because that meant that they didn't want me enough to hire me full time. And then after I had my child and I said, gee, I'd really like to work just two days a week as a freelancer. I could do that, right? And they said, yes. And so I really designed my life around family and career in a way that worked for me and in a way that a lot of moms don't do. And I try to help guide them to the fact that you can do that. It does take a lot of effort, but and it takes a lot of self-awareness to know what you want and then really go for it. Yes, because that's not impossible. You, you're a writer, you're a TV reporter, you are creating an app now that involves this conversation about moms and finding support. Can you tell me how you juggle all of these roles? Yes, it's easier now that my kids are older. So my son is 22 and recently graduated college. My daughter's 19, but they are still living at home. They, I didn't expect to have boomerang kids, but that's what happened. And so there, there's still, you know, things that I'm doing for them that I wouldn't be if they weren't at home. But when they were younger, I was really experiencing that sense of overwhelm that so many moms go through. And I went through a lot of trials and tribulations um, that I have written about in my blog and tried to kind of share some of my insights after having experienced them. But I, I think that some of the learning that I did was to just realize when stress is becoming too much, it's very important to recognize it. I was starting to have some physical symptoms and I really didn't make a connection between that and stress until I went to a doctor to have her check out what was going on and she diagnosed it as stress because it was occurring at certain periods of the time when I was the most stressed out and I didn't even recognize that. So I, I think part of the reason that I juggled a lot of things is I've always been a high achiever. I, I am high energy and I enjoy doing lots of things and I don't like to say no. And I know a lot of women have trouble with that saying no to things that maybe in their heart they don't really want to do, right. but they feel they should. But I'm kind of the opposite. I want to do everything. <laughs> so I don't even like saying no to myself, you know, and I've had other people say, you should drop this, you know, when I was doing too much, you know, my stepmom said, you should stop leading the Girl Scout troop. No, I love that. I don't want to drop that. The things I don't like doing were all the administrative work for my real estate business. I have a couple of side businesses. You didn't even mention. Yeah, we didn't even touch on that. But I mean, we can definitely touch on it because you, as you're mentioning your YouTube channel and your blog, what's the name of the YouTube channel that you have? Working Mom Warrior. And I'm really proud of the work that I did there because my goal was to create a, a channel for moms, you know, in the television or in the streaming space. And I tried to create a Kickstarter project to do that and knew nothing about it and failed tremendously. So just because it sounds like I've done all these things, I've had lots of failures. We were talking about we're that just talking about before it, right. we started. And but despite the fact that I failed, I still had this drive to want to create these stories about women. And I knew I had the skills to do it. So at the time, I had a lot of skills as a reporter. 
Twitter, but I did not know much about shooting video professionally and editing it. And I decided to teach myself by doing it. You and taught so, yourself how to edit video, post it on YouTube, mm-hmm. do the blog all, all by that. yourself. Yeah. I mean, I there was there's resources out there to learn. Right. And I had spent 15 years working at the CBS station in Milwaukee, watching professionals around me shoot and edit. Right. And picking up little things and, you know, so much of what I ended up doing, I didn't even realize I knew, you know, when I was framing shots and learning about levels and just all the technical details that I never wanted to have to worry about. But I... I remembered a voice in my head echoing something that somebody I'd worked for tell me who was much older than me. And he was always ahead of the curve and adopting new technology. And I'm like, why do you want to do that when it's it's harder to do it? You have to learn new things. And, and you know, why are you such an early adopter? And he said, you either adopt or get left behind. Yeah. And I realized in media, I needed to learn how to shoot and edit, or I might not be able to continue to do what I loved, which is reporting and telling stories. So I would take my camera out to the um, Naperville Riverwalk every weekend for about a year and just stop every woman walking by that looked like a mom or had a stroller and say, hey, you know, do you do you work and, and raise kids? Yeah. You know, do you have any challenges with it? Of course I do. <laughs> you never get a mom saying, no, I got it all under control. Okay. And then I would say, I'd love to just talk to you about how you deal with those for our audience on YouTube. And then I would pull them aside and I'd do a quick little interview and they'd be on their way. And then I'd go back and I created over a hundred stories. Um, wow. Some of them I took common themes and put them together. Some of them I, I found ways to create a story about that woman because I thought she did something remarkable. And some of them are ways that the woman really failed in a sense, you know, they really came up against some challenges they didn't know how to deal with. And then a lot of them dealt with the challenges and sort of talked about in hindsight how they did. Because I always try to have some learning in any, you know, story that I do, something inspirational that will maybe help somebody else's life. And, And so then I took a class to learn how to, like, take that YouTube channel and and make it into a, a, an income and a living. And, right. and then I realized after spending money on the, on the class about YouTube channels that that's a really, really difficult road. And it's kind of like buying a lottery ticket. It might happen, it might not. And you could spend, you could spend 50 hours a week and not really make any kind of a full-time salary. Right. And so I decided that um, as much as I loved it, it was going to stay a side thing and I was going to pursue other things. And that's when I kind of started thinking about what could I do that would be meaningful, but would maybe pay a full-time salary. And I came up with the idea for the app. For the app. And that, let's talk about that app, right? Because right now it's currently active. Mm-hmm. How many how many subscribers do you have on the Mom Sub app? About 420. And they're mostly moms in this area, in Aurora, in Naperville, in Woodridge, in Downers Grove, in Lyle. And the idea is to help moms to have that village that, you know, we see other moms and boy, they have those friends that step in for them when they need help, like women of Aurora do for each other. And um, But not everybody has that. And some people have family and, and they have neighbors and then other people feel very alone. And so, you know, I want to try to help create that village that people can kind of tap into for support. So you're bringing a community of women that are moms that have small children, I imagine, right? And that they have common interests, right? Whether their children are small or they're teenagers, and you're trying to create a support group for them. And in doing so, you also have events for them. 
that they meet in person. They get to meet in person, not just on the app, correct? Correct. Yes. We have a play group that meets every Tuesday at one o'clock in the afternoon at the Fox Valley Mall. There's that little play area where the kids who are generally under five, not in school yet, can climb around and then the moms can get to know each other. And we've had a couple of moms that have said, you know, we met and became close friends because of the app, which really warms my heart. Um, We've had other events at different places that sponsored, like a free class for moms at TOCA. Um, and we're looking at hopefully women of Aurora and mom sub partnering to have an event at Talk Lab, which is the video production studio at Bureau Gravity and Talking Cities where I work. And one of the reasons I want to do it there is they have an event space that's multi-level. So you can have the moms on the first floor interacting, maybe doing something fun like a trivia night or a dance night, or maybe doing something that forwards their careers or their entrepreneurial endeavors like a speaker. And then on the third floor, we can bring in an organization like Ninja Science Academy, which I know Shivani and Garrett who run that. And the kids can experience enrichment for a couple hours in a safe environment, something that they will enjoy, but will actually further their life as well, while the moms are focused on their own care. Right. And building skills. I mean, in, in the Women of Aurora, in I know in many networking groups, Ours is the exception to the rule. If you want to bring your child to our networking group, bring your young child to the networking group because as a mompreneur, you shouldn't be held back by saying, hey, I don't have a sitter or I can't make today because my children are home or you know, I can't find someone to, to babysit for me today or whatever the case might be. We want you to bring the little one to the Women of Aurora networking group. And for some networking groups, that's not the case. I mean, right, it's very concrete, serious. We're here to do business. We're going to do business. But in the Women of Aurora group, we want to build those relationships so that then those businesses can be sustainable. Because if mom's not available to network, then she can't sustain her business. So very important. I'd love to figure out how we can continue this partnership, figure out what works for us and and see what works with the group as well. But tell me a little more about Talking cities and what you do there. Like, that is such an innovative space. I've been there myself. I've been interviewed on your show, and it's just incredible. I was overwhelmed. I mean, I honestly, all the things that you do there, you not only provide reporting for the local area, but you do other things there. So, so I mean, I'll let you describe it. Sure. It is really a think tank lab with like lots of gadgets. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for that um, description. And, I, you know, I do love working there. And I found out about it because of MomSub. So I had met Shivani, who I mentioned earlier with Ninja Science Academy, and I was at one of her events. And I see a film crew there. And I went up to them and I said, who are you with? And they said, Talking Cities. And I wasn't familiar with them. And I said, what's that? So I went on LinkedIn and found the CEO and just sent him a message. And I read a little about what he was doing because I knew that media was changing so much. Like I said, I recognized that I had to Um, adopt other skills. At that point, I had been out of working at the CBS station. I was doing freelancing for Business First AM, as you mentioned earlier, and some local publications. And I didn't even reach out to him with the intention of a job. I just said, I see that you're forward thinking and you recognize media is going in a new direction. And I applaud you for that. And he reached back out to me and said, why don't you come in? My wife and I really like your experience. And I didn't even know what he wanted to talk about. I thought maybe he wants to invest in my app. I should talk to 
to him about that still, right? <laughs> but no, we, we just got to know each other and we found that we had a um, similar vision and I came on board full time as a reporter and a community liaison. So he really liked the combination of the fact that I had the reporting skills for his media platform, but I also had been an entrepreneur. I started a real estate business back in 2009 and then I acquired a lawn sign business in 2015 and then I started the app in 2020. So I had launched, you know, or run three different businesses as an entrepreneur. So I knew the importance of reaching out in the community, establishing those relationships and collaborations and bringing people in to see his facility there and to introduce them to what we do. So um, the company that is the the main company there is called Bureau Gravity and they're a digital marketing agency. So they do all the things a digital marketing agency does like websites and social media and for all kinds of different clients, nonprofits and businesses. But it's so much more than that because we have the studios, the studios of Talk Lab where he really wants this to be accessible to people. And I reach out to people on a regular basis and say, hey, I saw something interesting about you. We, I just did an interview with a man who had been in prison for 23 years got out and in the five years since he's been out, started his own business and started a program to go back to the prison and talk to inmates about how to make their life better once they get out. And so shining a light on those kinds of stories that can have an impact is, is really meaningful to me. But we need a revenue model to be able to support it. And so I'm, you know, on a regular basis trying to reach out to different entities that might want to sponsor stories like that or might want to do business with us that need marketing help, especially with a, an agency that has that expertise in video. And, you know, and I get to do what I love, but also help see this business grow and then continue to do my mom sub app as a side hustle. Yes. Well, I mean, and it's really not a side hustle. It's, you're really at the forefront of your mom sub and what you're doing with it. You have over 400 subscribers already. You've already created a you know, whether it's a small community or, you know, branching out community, you're already doing so much in the mom sub. So congratulations on that. But let's go back to the marketing piece, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs nowadays, right, TikTok is such a powerful force for video creation. And I think that the more and more we look at entities like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and now Twitter, right? I mean, all the hot mess that's happening on Twitter, but Nonetheless, video is the next step for promotion. So what can Talking Cities or Bureau Gravity do for a small business, local small business, to help them with their marketing needs in the video aspect? Because I know you and I have talked about this before, but I think it would be great for our listeners to hear from you what Bureau Gravity has to offer. Mm -hmm. and, and they have some very accessible um, professional video that is not available in a lot of other places. So if you were to want to do even a short little three-minute professional video in a studio in Chicago, you would pay thousands of dollars. But we have an entry level where you could come in, get interviewed by me, or you can do your own presentation. You can write a script out and read it you know, with the teleprompter for $500. And then you get a professional video that you own. You can put that on your website. You can put that on your YouTube channel. And then we recommend you know what you're going to do with that. Because even though that's a great price for a professional video, if you don't do anything with it, if all you do is put it on your website, it, it may not have the return on investment that you want. So we can help with distribution. So we have an entry-level packet 
uh, for $750, we can get 100,000 impressions on Facebook. And those are targeted. So if you say, you know, I want to target women between the ages of, you know, 20 and 40 who have children, you know, under five years old, you can do that. And I want to reach them just in the, you know, Aurora area or the Chicago suburbs. You can do that and you can get that many eyeballs on your video. And we really work with you to make sure that this isn't just a video of like, hey, I'm talking about my business, but it has a very specific goal. Like I I want coaching clients. And so I'm going to talk about, you know, this particular client who solved this problem. And then we help them to create a landing page, maybe even a funnel so that when the when people do see the video and we make it so that it draws them in, there's something that they can click so that the business owner can collect their information and follow up with that qualified lead. Because that's the whole point of doing marketing. And I think you were the one who told me, hey, is it worth it to spend twelve fifty on marketing if you get $4,000 back in sales, even if it takes a few months? Well, of course it is. What a great return. But sometimes you have to outlay that cash and take that risk and take that investment to be able to see the return. And so we have this resource right here in downtown Aurora. People can walk in and go in our video booth. It's really cool to see and experience that and then know what all the possibilities are. And there's an event space there. And of course, all of the marketing experts that can help mold that video and then get it in front of the eyeballs and and have those people do what the business owner wants them to do to be able to see some return on that investment. Absolutely. I mean, it's curated. You're not only just having those resources, but you have experts on your side to help you through every step of the process. I think you're absolutely right. The investment is worth it. And I think folks that are looking for this opportunity or are looking to level up in their marketing trends, marketing trends are going towards video. We've established that. Therefore, if you're not looking at video for your business, you're going to miss out. So Diane, how do they find you? How do folks find you? How do they get a hold of you? How, how does somebody that's interested in this opportunity reach out to you? Well, they can send me an email, dmocha at talklab.io. So my last name is like the flavor without the H, M-O-C-A. And if they want to reach out to me about MomSub, they can send that to Diane at MomSub.com, D-I-A-N-E at MomSub. So if if they want to find a little more about know a little bit more about my businesses. If you want to watch the stories I've done for Talking Cities, you can go to TalkingCities.com. If you want to see what we do as a marketing agency, you can go to bureaugravity.com. If you want to join our community and MomSub, you can go to momsub.com and click on the pink button to create a profile on the app. And if you're ever interested in learning more about real estate, my company is called My Happy Home Solutions. Well, it's called Happy Home Solutions. My website used to be at myhappyhomesolutions.com, but it's not even working right these days. So even though it seems like, wow, you have all this going on. Yeah, there's some balls that I drop now and then. My my um, sign business is lawngreetingcards.com. <laughs> and so I have a lot going on. And then, like I said, my, my YouTube channel, if you go to YouTube and search Working Mom Warrior, you can see all those videos that I really poured my heart and soul into for about a year, a few years ago. And I was going to mention that. And I know you're coming on as a contributor for Q1 in Women of Aurora, where you'll be sharing some of those videos, some of those blogs. So if you're not a part of Women of Aurora on Facebook, you're going to miss out because 
the amazing Diane Mocha is going to be sharing all of this hard work that she has done in the past. She's also going to be sharing some fabulous tips for you as moms. And again, her app, her app, Mom Sub app that is in the area that it's already building a community. So congratulations on everything you're doing, Diane. We do wrap things up with what is the one book that you would recommend to our audience? What is either a recent book that you've read or a book that you really enjoy and other women should also read? Well, I will tell you, I listen to audiobooks almost every day. And um, I used to do it when I had my long commute up to Milwaukee. But now I do it when I work out. And one of the best books and book series is from Jen Sincero. The original book is called You Are a Badass. And if you don't feel like a badass, by the time you're done listening to that book, you will. And Jen did not feel like a badass when she, you know, first went down her journey. But by the time she wrote her book, she realized all the ways that she was um, creating toxicity in her own life through self-criticism and guilt and stress. And this book identifies those very particular ways that women especially feel that stress, guilt, and self-criticism. And and one of my missions with MomSub, and really a lot of what I do, is to create more calm, confidence, and clarity. And I think this book is a great first step. You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And then once you get the first one, she has You Are a Badass with Money and Badass Habits, and she has a whole series of them, and they are wonderful. Yes, and she is incredible in person as well. So she was just in Joliet a couple months ago. Have you met her? Ago. I have not met her, but she was in Joliet a, about a month ago, I want to say, and she is just phenomenal. So absolutely recommend it as well. So thank you so much, Diane Mocha, for inspiring the women in Women of Aurora, for inspiring women around you, for all the fabulous things that you are doing with marketing, with your uh, real estate business with your mom app. I mean, I call myself a serial entrepreneur, but girl, you take the cake. You are the serial entrepreneur in this group. So congratulations on everything that you're doing. And thank you for being a part of the Women of Aurora podcast today. Thank you so much for inviting me here. It's been wonderful. And I can't wait to see what we do next together. Yes, I agree. Thank you. Many thanks to our producer, Amy Downing of Amy Downing Media and Marketing. Looking for a space to create connections in Aurora, Illinois? Join the Women of Aurora Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Did you enjoy the show? Let us know in the Facebook group and be sure to tell a friend. If you haven't yet, remember to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform. See you next time.